sports fans. Welcome to episode one of Back to Batch Pod. Thanks for joining me. I'm very excited today to introduce our first guest. Um, Our first guest is someone who is well-known for running Bachelor Fantasy Leagues, well-known for his trash talk within those groups. Um, You may also know him as a former candidate for Mike's Hard Lemonade Premier, or perhaps from his quarantine Instagram videos. Or you may know him as my brother. So, Michael, welcome to the podcast. Woo! All right. Thanks for having me here. I'm uh, happy to be here on uh, episode one. So you watched all of Matt James' season, which I did not. I skipped that one. Um, So this is my first time seeing Katie on screen this week. And so far, I like her. She seems nice. She looks like that one girl from SNL when she smiles. Um, But... All I really know is she came in with a vibrator and then called people out halfway through the season for bullying. So I don't know what you think of her and what you thought of her this episode. Yeah, well, first of all, she she absolutely looks like Vanessa Bayer, identical in their photos at the beginning. Yeah, um, yeah. and uh, she did come in. I believe it was a, yeah, I don't know if it was a vibrator or it was a, a vibrator or a dildo, not a vibrator. I don't know. But uh Anyways, yes, Katie is uh, she's pretty famous from that year, and uh, I don't know if you, uh, any of the listeners follow her on TikTok, but she, uh, she kind of exploded after her season on TikTok um, for her, her sex positivity sort of thing, and that's kind of the, the, uh, the cliche I think the producers have brought into this season, but uh, yeah, no, I was a pretty big fan of hers uh, last year. She's, she's definitely got that girl next door um, sort of vibe, not the... Not the traditional bachelorette, but um, I think people really loved her honesty uh, on Matt's season, but um, she basically just got friend-zoned and, and sent home, um, which was a little too bad, but it definitely wasn't going to work out. And Yeah, she definitely was involved in that drama. I don't know. It was kind of interesting. She, she was the good girl, but still mixed up in some drama. So I think it's an interesting choice for the bachelorette. Uh, We'll see how it pans out. I don't know if she's got like the the pull of a lot of them. She's not that, you know, she doesn't really think she's the hot shit, which I think some people like, like to see. But yeah, no, I, I think she's like a real nice girl. I don't know about the men she she's into on this show. Uh, all her tens kind of seem like sevens to me, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, she's kind of giving me, um, like she looks a little bit like Becca Kufrin, but she, sometimes she gives me kind of like Hannah Brown vibes where... Like, she was a little more quirky than I thought she might be. Um, she really, like, not to jump ahead, but she was really into the cat guy. Um, so, I don't know. Because I know, like, sometimes we talk about the men, like, the bachelors. And a lot of times they kind of pick, like, alphas. And, like, I remember you describing Peter Weber as just, like, a beta in disguise. And, like, we saw how his season went. You kind of need to be decisive to a certain extent. So, we'll see how she holds up under the pressure as the weeks go on. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if she's built for the show, to be honest, but we'll see. I mean, she seems to have a thing for, like for some some of these nerdy, shy guys. I don't know. That never really seems to pan out. Like the cat and stuff, I don't really know what's going on there. But uh yeah, we'll see. I think I think she'll be fine. I just think uh I don't know, she's probably a little too normal to, to be on this show. 
yeah, that's a very fair point. Like, got to be kind of out there to sign up for this type of thing. So see, see how long she lasts. Um, I think it was pretty ridiculous that they didn't tell her that there was going to be a host. Like, obviously, Chris Harrison stepped back. And I think the producers just let her think that, like, no host. She's just flying solo. Because the first, like, five minutes of the episode, I was like, what is this girl talking about? And, like, obviously, she didn't know Caitlin and Taysha were going to be there. But um, I think having Caitlin and Taysha there will be super helpful for her. Like, probably more helpful than Chris Harrison. Well, first of all, I see you taking a little bit of a stab at me there. Uh, as some listeners uh, may know, I did apply to be on Bachelor in Paradise <laughs> and was rejected. I didn't, didn't receive any communication back, so maybe maybe it's better that way. But uh, yeah, I get maybe you have to be a little more crazy than myself. But yeah, I don't know what's going on at the beginning there. I found it a little hard to believe that they're just going to like leave her standing there. First of all, it looks like it's like 20 degrees uh, Fahrenheit out there because she's freezing the whole time. Um, but yeah, I don't really know what's going on with the host situation there. To be honest, like, I'm a pretty big Chris Harrison fan. Um, and I just think, I don't really know. It seemed like it was just like having two friends there, which is probably nice for, for her. But like, it's kind of a weird hosting dynamic. And like, you know, people always made fun of Chris for coming out and saying one line during the rose ceremonies. But now it's even better because you have <laughs> two people walk out and one person talks and the person just stands there. And it's like, holy crap. Like, I was oh wondering what they were going to do. I was like, are they going to split Chris Harrison's one line? Um, no, literally. And then, and then they come back out and they like, they, they switch places. So that the other one's on the left and the other one's on the right. And then the other one says the line. I'm like, <laughs> holy shit. Like, I don't have like, big issues like I don't really care about Chris Harrison but like I just thought for me like watching and maybe it's just because like I'm a girl I thought it was so much funnier and more entertaining to have Taisha and Caitlin there like after the whole stupid gimmick where they like were like oh we're here like didn't you know like after they got over that like I thought it was so funny when they were watching through the window and like they made them watch through a window not off of like a screen or something like they normally would yeah. and, like, gave them popcorn like I thought it was hilarious I think, I think it's, it's definitely different I just like I don't know they're like they, they're a little bit too much of a star for me versus like Katie uh, I'll probably dial down but like I don't know like you never really saw Chris and like it was kind of nice I think in, in some sense but like yeah, yeah it's just it's just a little weird and I was kind of like at the end there when like when it's scenes from the next episode like uh chris harrison isn't talking anymore and they had some other guy voice over it wasn't the girls talking and yeah. i was like oh that's kind of that kind of threw me too it's just like not normal and then i was i was already thinking i'm like man for the for the bachelor i don't think there's no way they got the two of them hosting the bachelor in my opinion i just i feel like they're just kind of here for a good time with with the bachelorette season so i'm like are they gonna bring in another guy like i don't know what's going on but we'll see i also heard a couple of rumors that uh chris harrison is dunzo for good yeah, I saw um, that too. Not sure if those are 100% true, but it sounds like eight eight figures for him to step away. So could be the end of that. That's a ton of money. And like, it'll be interesting to see how the show changes too, right? Because he was a producer. Like he actually was more than the host. So if he steps away, it's like, what are they going to change and stuff like that? But yeah, I agree. Like Caitlin and Tasha will be fun for this season, but they'll probably need to find a more consistent host. I don't know. Like maybe Wells or something would be fine. Yeah, that's that'd be a pretty good choice, but yeah, who knows, honestly. So going 
on through the limos. I don't want to go through them all one at a time because that'll just be ridiculous. But um, a couple things that like stood out to me from the get-go. The one guy, Aaron, looks exactly like Dale from Claire's season. And he doesn't give me good vibes either, like kind of like Dale. Um, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the one who they showed just getting in a fight. Oh, God, yeah, him. That guy was weird. He was like a he, – he's got that psychopath smile, you know, where he, like, punches a guy in the face and then just, like, smiles and walks away. Oh, he was – I do not like him. Yeah, he was freaking me out. Yeah, he just – I don't know. Like, he looks like Dale. He gives me the, like, same weird vibes and just – obviously, he was already starting issues on night one, even though apparently it wasn't worth it to show more. Like, nothing else happened. They just show us – him talking to Cody. That was the whole altercation, I guess, if you want to call it that, but don't like him. Um, Trey was the guy who came in with the ball pit in the back of a truck. Um, I don't know. He, he seems like a little much to me. Some people, he, I can see how he might seem like well-rounded or whatever he said, but I was like, the, he just seems like too much. Nah, Trey, Trey was weird. That was weird. He, at first, he, I, I, I felt that, like, maybe a little quirky and stuff, but that was weird. And then ball pit, I've, I've never seen somebody, um, it shook me, like, ask about somebody's, when he asked about the middle name, that was yes. him, right? Ask, yeah. Oh, my God, that was weird. He was, it was like, I'm mid-sentence, and then it's like, oh, what's your middle name? Sorry, I just really want to know. It was like, what the hell? It was like, dude, like, it was, like, so aggressive. It was, like, the middle of a sentence. It was like... Oh, it was just so weird. I, I did not enjoy him. He was he was freaking me out. He he looks like a guy out of like a, I don't know, like a 1970s movie about like Brooklyn or something. I was not a fan. Not a fan of Trey. I think he's pretty innocent. Like, but yeah, I don't know how long he'll last. She might like him for a while, but I was like, I don't think he's going super far. Um, I think we had a few half Asian guys in the mix. I think maybe three, three or f- two to four. I think there was two to four half Asian guys. Um, John, Andrew, um, the guy who got no airtime till the end, who looked like an Asian Johnny Depp. And then... Uh, they got the Brandon with the hair, the creepy hair? Yeah, probably. Yeah, must be. Yeah, there's uh, online, I'm like, I got pulled up with a guy named Bao Wu. I, I swear this guy wasn't there. I think there was some confusion with the lineup going in. Yeah, he's the only one, but I don't know. Yeah, sorry. I just – yeah, I don't know. Honestly, wasn't super impressed once again. I feel like they they always bring in, like, a pretty trash uh, representation of the uh, the Asian boys out here. I think the girl season has gotten a lot better, but I think for the guys, it's like they, they bring in, like, the one, like, successful, like, tall tech Asian guy who finishes, like, ninth every year, and then you got a couple guys that you're like, he could be, but I think – Kind of still it's a little whack on the on the representation there. I think it's still pretty outdated. Um, it's done a lot better. It's not just a bunch of like white dudes, but I think it's still lacking a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I always find it a little strange. It seems like they always go out and find so many attractive white guys and black guys, and then these Asian guys they find a lot of the time I feel like they're just picking someone who's rich or quirky or artsy and it's like you evolved Canada and the U.S. to pick from just pick someone attractive so that they actually have a chance 
No, li- yeah, literally. It just feels like they're token all the time. Like, like I don't like for example, like Simu Simu Liu, like the one actor from like Kim's Convenience, and I think he's in one of the new like superhero movies. Like, there's like a, it's like there's an attractive Asian guy, and like you have all of like the U.S. and Canada, and you can't like like you're just pulling random people. It feels like sometimes, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, like, shit, I, I hate to bring this up again, but, like, once again, I, I applied. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know what's going on here. Like, oh. maybe maybe it's just not my time yet, and I'm just ahead of the curve, but <laughs> I just want to bring that up in case people forgot. Just, you're like, I don't know why I'm complaining. I would be the token Asian. Yeah, I would, and- I would take it all the way to the final four. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. So... Michael is the guy who pretended to give her a 200-year-old watch. He came in and was oh, like, yeah. oh, I have a gift for you. It's an heirloom from my grandma. It's 200 years old. And you could tell she was, like, shaking in her boots. And then he's like, just kidding. I'm not a creep. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was close. I, I definitely closed my eyes for, like, a second there. I thought it was just, a, like, just weird. But, no, it was... He pulled it off. Like it was, it was close, but that was good. That was just a relief, you know. He thought he, he thought he was just a freak. Like three seconds in, so he had me completely. I was like, oh, yeah. I literally was taking notes for this podcast, and I started writing it down. I'm like, Michael with the 200 year old watch, and then he like yeah. turned it around, and I was like, okay, okay. It's like um, it's like first of all, buddy, nobody even wants that. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like diamonds. 200-year-old diamonds, perhaps? I think one of the worst entrances I've ever seen is the guy who was like, can I show you my favorite hug or whatever? Oh, God, that one. Yeah, if we want to talk about freaking creepy, oh, my, my goodness. That guy, was, that guy was freaking me out. Like, that's not okay. Like, that was weird. That I was, was, yeah. He, and he was just creepy. Like, his, his whole act was creepy. He was so like, confident, too, which made it worse. Like, mm. like, I was wondering, I'm like, did they edit this? Like, was there something that he said that would have made this make more sense? And, like, they rarely, I think, edit those first ones. Like, those meetings are so short when they come out of the limo. I'm like, I don't think there was anything we could have missed here. Like, yeah, it was no, weird. No, nothing, nothing would have made that acceptable. That was, no. Yeah, I, I I thought someone were okay. There was a couple dudes like I I don't know. Like like I gotta bring this up. This this Andrew Spencer guy, uh the, the whole British accent man. Oh yeah. Um, I mean that was fine, but like okay, let's talk about the real problem here. Professional football player in Austria. There is no professional football in Austria. Is this soccer? Care. This is soccer football. No, 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 no. This is like American football. Oh. I'm like, dude, no. You know, like, I don't know what he's making over there, but like, that's not okay. Like, that's just like, no, 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 sir. Like, I know they got to have like the token football player these days, but like, that's like any Division three athlete could play professional American football in Austria. Like, that, that was a, that was a big no for me. That was, that was pretty, out of that. That's just a turnoff. It's like, He's like 26, chasing. That's I don't even know what that's comparable to. That was just a no. I don't. Yeah, I'm kind of on the fence about him because, like, I thought that was pretty weird. I don't. The accent thing. Um, 
I was kind of okay. I thought it was weird, but then I was kind of okay with it because he dropped it before he left. Like, he's like, haha, just a joke. Whereas I remember one girl in past years literally took it all. She, like, faked the Australian accent the whole first yeah. game. And, like, that was whack. Like, you can't do that. But he seems like, we'll see. Jury's still out. But speaking of weird job titles, we got Courtney, the nutrition entrepreneur. Which, oh, like, shit. Yeah, I saw that. First, okay, let's address, let's just address the elephant in the room here. Man, like, Courtney, Courtney with a Q. Okay, first of all, like, okay, whatever, respect, he likes his name, but, like, I'm not a big fan of Courtney for the, for the male gender to start with. And, and then with the Q, um, I actually, actually bet some people in, my, in the fantasy league, I said, whoever finishes last place has to name their first child Courtney with a Q. Um, regardless if it's male or female, <laughs> um, that, that, that one was just kind of throwing me off, but uh, yeah, sorry. Continue about Courtney. Well, I'll say, yeah, like I kind of agree, like not my first pick, but whatever he owned it, I'll leave him alone for that. But nutrition entrepreneur sounds oh, like a yeah, scam. Right. That sounds like, right. like a lie. Like you're just like yeah. ripping people off and selling them like bad protein mix and like pre-workout and like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, this guy wants us to think that he's, like, working for, uh, like, the the new vegan company, but, yeah, I think he, he probably just used to work at, like, GNC, and now he's the guy that resells it in plastic bags. It kind of looks like <laughs> cocaine, but it's just pre-workout, and uh, he makes enough, because, um, like, he probably sells part of his that, too, but, uh, yeah, uh, apparently online, he's the owner of uh, Iron Muscle Nutrition, so um, if anybody's ever heard of that, uh, let me know. Um, yeah, I'm looking online. It's uh, uh, it yeah, it's it looks like every other every other protein sort of meathead store. He's got the protein, the creatine, the BCAAs. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. We could I could become a brand ambassador. Uh, maybe that's my way in. Maybe maybe you should talk to Connor Saley about his wellness brand because this feels. Sim- honestly maybe better like that connor's wellness brand is pretty sad looking but yeah i don't know this is it's a questionable like job title at best uh, i mean maybe we could if we could uh you could contact him we could get your first sponsor for the show we give away some some iron muscle i should watch what i say because like maybe he would be a guest maybe. Maybe, maybe maybe who knows and maybe you're lacking on amino acids or probably uh, nitric oxide booster i shouldn't be talking called, I, oh this this one's good i think it's called uh uh would you would you like to know the um so you can have different flavors of this um one is called tipsy melon another <laughs> one is called bombsicle not sure what a bombsicle tastes like um but uh the the overall product name is called uh bloodgasm and it's a uh, nitric nitric oxide booster so uh yeah positive, maybe we should get, yeah i just I, I would love to get bloodgasm to sponsor this um, i think that'd be great <laughs> i think it'd be great too <laughs> courtney you out there um no my my episode number one my like five listeners thanks for listening everyone <laughs> um mom dad it's me and michael you gotta listen that's true <laughs> um yeah, another highly questionable job out there. Um, I have Jeff, the surgical skin salesman. 
Ooh. I was like, I don't know if that's like for people who have been like severely burned or if it's like you're selling like the boobs to drag queens. Like, I don't know, but it right, doesn't right. sound real. Was that, was that the van guy? Is Jeff the van guy? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is the yeah. RV guy. Steve, now it's just creepy. Like, like at first I was thinking like Botox kind of guy, but now I'm thinking like, like organ in a cooler kind of guy, but like skin, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Now he was, he, that was, yeah. Speaking of our, uh, our mother that uh, she was not impressed with the whole van act. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? I don't think that was a very good look for the guy. I feel a little bit bad for him because I think, um, Katie like didn't dig it at all. And I think he probably got like a little bit of a, not the greatest edit. Um, but like not mad. He went home on night one. If your whole home is like 200 square feet, and you're showing your whole home to a girl you've never met before. Like, fold the blanket. Just fold the blanket. It's not that hard. But, like, it looked pretty clean. Like, he, it, it could have been a lot worse. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not bringing, you know, I don't think you need to bring your whole RV thing there. That's just, I don't know. I feel like she didn't like it, but, like, nine out of ten girls probably aren't going to be impressed by that either. But I think that was better than the guy who brought a sex doll. Or blow up doll. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, uh-huh. I thought that was pretty funny. He yeah, thought I was, it was pretty I was, funny. So I was wait. I was waiting for all the guys to come out with that sort of thing. I was actually pretty disappointed that he was really the only one. I was, you know, if I can't, I was, yeah, I, I think I would have probably gone something along that route too with her. To well, be honest, the one guy brought the magic lamp and was making puns with that. I was like, let's rub one out together. Like, I think that's a little bit nicer. Like that was pretty funny. Let's talk about Catman, Connor, the eighth grade teacher. Mm. Um, I liked him. I liked him at first and like, I still do like him. I think he seems pretty sweet, makes like, fits the bill. He obviously like did his research and I like that he, he obviously got it right. And he like committed to being a cat. Like he did like a little twirl with his tail when he came out. I appreciated that. I'm a little concerned about how he's going to hold up throughout this whole process. But then I feel like people like that, either they're just like, no, I'm fine. I'm down to earth. I'm even keel. Or they just like get unhinged halfway through. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Props for doing the cat thing. That takes, I think that's a big hit or miss, you know? So it definitely worked out well for him, but yeah, he was already, he already seemed to be pretty choked up about not getting that first impression rose. And I think, I don't know. I I was kind of getting the feeling that like, he, uh, he was kind of there for the fun, but then he's, he's not prepared for the rest of this. So I think he's going to get kind of chewed out a little bit here. Um, I don't think he's going to last that long. Uh, hopefully he drops the cat act because it was, it was good and the piano thing was cute, but um, I think he's got to move on from that. But, like, if we're talking about th- that kind of thing, like the real – and we're talking about alphas. If we want to talk about alphas, the <laughs> box guy. Man. I knew Ooh, you, did you see did you see how like not only were they getting worried about box guy because he sat in there for like like it, what could have been eight hours um and his face was just a tomato when he came out I think he, oh, yeah. I don't know I don't even know what was happening inside of there but oh my god they were concerned when this guy was waiting in the box and then when they saw freaking James Bond himself just walk back out of the room oh my god this guy is gonna be a problem yeah. Oh, I, this guy. This guy is just straight 
bachelor cut alpha material the box was huge um he committed to it which very hit or miss again like if he had not been that attractive if he'd come out he for sure would have gone home like most of those other guys if they'd sat in a box all night they would have gone home and he his hair was so gelled because he came out of that box he was so hot and his hair was like perfect and he's got a suit his suit looked like it had to be tailored for his biceps i noticed later on and he's obviously super tall like that box was huge and he came out and he looked like a giant but he seems he seems really charming she really liked him but i don't know about you he seems i'm just concerned he's gonna be one of those like really greasy guys who is like trouble like not there for the right reasons yeah he's um i'm creeping his instagram now he's definitely uh he's a big boy uh big workout guy i got a picture right here with him and like one of those uh I call them like the, the nip stringers, you know, the stringers, um, yeah. that, you would, that you would find at Gold's Gym. Um, yeah, I don't know if he's going to fit with Katie. He's, uh, I feel like this is more Bachelor, like 2017 material. Bachelor uh, Paradise. Yeah, definitely Paradise. Yeah, yeah. he's a, this guy's a big boy. But uh, yeah, I feel like it's not really exactly Katie's type. But I think you definitely intimidated some of those other, those other men right off the start here. I forget what his job is, but, like, um, I think it was something pretty, like, mundane. But I remember, like, he came out and he looked a little bit like Jordan Kimball to me. Just, like, his vibe. Which says something because Jordan literally led with, like, I'm a male model. I'm the most attractive one here. Like, super well-groomed, super well-put-together. So, like, this guy coming out and reminding me of Jordan Kimball, in appearance at least, as, like, well... We'll see who he turns out to be. I think he's a charmer, and I think it got him through night one just for making good eye contact. But we'll see. I don't know. I don't think she'll be... I was going to say I don't think he'll be, like, her final pick, but then you look at, like, Rachel Lindsay ending up with, like, Brian or whatever, and we all kind of thought that about him too, so. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like he's... Uh, I think he works in human capital management, uh, whatever that means, but he's also been uh, employed at at uh, our favorite spots, including uh, Equinox Gyms, uh, Estee Lauder, and uh, Calvin Klein. So, so maybe a yeah, model then. He's not, yeah, I'm sure he's done some work. Um, yeah. He's like a Calvin's model who works in HR, is the answer to that. The only other front runners, Catman Connor came out strong. Uh, James came out strong. Greg. Greg came out really strong. He got the first impression rose. He was really nervous, and he gave her a pasta necklace from his niece, which is really cute. I like him. I think he'll go far. Yeah, I just can't wait to see Greg finish fourth because uh, there's no <laughs> chance this guy wins the show. Absolutely zero chance he wins the show. I, I think Greg looks like he's, he seemed like a really cool guy, but uh, there's just there's just no way. This guy just doesn't quite have everything put together enough uh he doesn't have that confidence she's gonna want i don't think at the end but i think he's gonna go far he seemed like a really cool guy um he was definitely super nervous i, I love how he had to uh he would make a good joke but he he wasn't he was like 80 percent confident that she got the joke and he had to explain everything just a little bit after to make sure <laughs> it, was, it was like it was it was pretty cute i can see he's got like the the like english boy hair and stuff like that yeah. and 
and everything, but like I don't know. Just wait till they get to mod wrestling and he's got a wrestle box guy, and then like they, they that's probably the ambulance scene like for this year. Yeah, I don't know who the ambulance scene is. Carl is like picking fights. I think he's gonna be a drama queen. He's the one who like keeps looking around like something's gonna happen, and I'm like, you're gonna make oh, it happen. Shit. Yeah, he's the freaking motivational speaker for a career. Yeah, that'll be right. good when he opens up in his like one one on one, and then he'll get sent home like a week or two after. I think. Yeah, I can't wait till he like starts screaming and then like starts gifting out like the book on how to influence people and stuff like that. But uh. Yeah, we'll see. He's, he was not my favorite. I will say Greg seems more stable than Connor. Because I was kind of thinking about that and I'm like, well, she seemed to like both of them. And like Greg seems a little bit maybe less confident, but I think he kind of knows what he wants. And Connor, I'm a little worried that he's just gonna self-combust yeah i mean you know we'll see i don't know if he's like more stable not a good thing but we'll see if he's interesting enough um you know that's why some of these guys go so far or some of these girls too you know you you want them to be a little a little messed up sometimes that's kind of that's what some people like and it kind of keeps them around it's it's much more interesting i just i just think greg's gonna be too boring no offense greg (laughs) i don't know if there's anyone else who's really worth a call out Hunter looks exactly like Taylor Lautner. I think that's about the only other person that I thought was possibly worth calling out. Oh, or Justin the painter, actually. He kissed her, so that's probably pretty big news. Yeah, well, that guy could really paint. That was very impressive. That was good. Yeah, it was gorgeous. That was really good. That's a real job. That's a real career when you're that good. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, so I think he might go far. We'll see. Do you want to talk about who your front runners are? top three maybe that you think are going to make it to the end we know you think greg's number four so that's right greg is definitely fourth um let me see i gotta i gotta scroll through these names here nobody really popped out to me um i'm trying to think you know a couple of guys i i kind of thought the beginning didn't didn't do so well yesterday there's a couple of guys i can't even tell the difference between but i feel like you know one or two of them is going to pull through um let me see i think thomas is going to be one or two. Oh, no, Thomas is going to self-combust. That guy's he's, he's too invested already, much too invested. Uh, I, I do think Andrew, the football player, actually could go pretty far here. Yeah, Andrew um, S. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of this, or I don't know why, but this, this, this Christian Smith guy, the guy who almost got sent home. Yeah, in the green um, suit. I like him, but yeah, I... yeah, like the guy was wearing like one of the only nice suits out there yesterday. I, I think he's got a chance to to go pretty far. I don't know why, but I feel like it's gonna take a little time. But then I think he's gonna gonna come through. And then I think there's gonna be a couple of these these guys with a little more swagger that are gonna you know, are gonna pull through. I don't really think they had a lot of time to show it, but I think probably after the next episode, I'll uh, I'll call in or somebody to the show. I'll, I'll let you know who I think. I think there there's a couple guys, but. I don't know. I feel like there's these Joshua and Justin guys. I feel like I like one of them, but I can't even tell the difference between the two of them. Yeah. Some of we'll these, see. Some of these guys that seem more stable and kind of solid could potentially get like a one-on-one in week like three or something and do really well. Like, I agree with you. I really like Christian. He seemed really nice. It seemed like they got along. He could peak at the right time, hopefully. 
he already seems really charismatic. I could see him doing like Paradise or something after even if he doesn't make it far. We can also talk about the fashion because I thought it was super lackluster compared to other seasons. There was a ton of black suits. There was a ton of ugly gray ones. And then there was one pink one with Landon who, I think it was Landon, I think he got about zero airtime. And then Christian in the green suit. Thomas was black with like blue embroidery. I only saw when they sat down, but it was so boring. Yeah, that was it was pretty disappointing. Um, to be honest, I don't I don't know what was going on with uh, with all the gray. I mean, black is black, but there's a lot of gray. There's a lot of guys with uh, some pretty wrinkled suits out there. Not even nice ties. I don't know. It, it was pretty different than last last time the guys were out. They they were all rocking like the 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 real short man pre pants and they uh they were all going no tie they were going high high fashion and these guys have really toned it down I think we had Austin out there with his like forty pound gold chain um, but that just didn't really fit the room either yeah it was I was not impressed hopefully that gets a little better um, there was not a lot to take from from most of the episode there from those guys yeah. Like you said, kind of black is black. And if you want to like just dress it up and keep it simple, but it was so boring. And like some of the gray suits were so like, they're just so bad because they show everything so much more. And like, if they're not fitting right, or they just looked weird, a lot of them. So shout out to Christian and Landon for actually putting in some solid effort and taking a risk to stand out. It worked. We remember your names. I also think it's just worth pointing out that she got asked by... I forget who it was who said they have a kid and they were talking to her and they were kind of asking her like, oh, do you want a family? I think that's the first time we haven't seen the lead on this show be like, oh, I want a family so bad. I want to get married. Also, I'm religious. Like, I just thought that was really refreshing that they're finally picking someone who is at least slightly outside of that box. Yeah, it was definitely different. I mean, like, I don't know. Um, she kind of tried to drop it low key, but it was like, I mean, if that if if I was having that come like in my head, in in my head, I was kind of like, shush, like, uh, I, I don't know, like that's a that's a pretty big thing. Like, um, I I guess it's nice because she's she's very she's very flexible um, mm-hmm. with that, and like that that is refreshing. But in the same sense, like I think it's just uh, kind of says like I don't know. It's like a pretty big thing going into a relationship like somebody doesn't like really want kids like for me personally that's a bit strange i kind of want to know why and, and and more about that with her um just yeah i don't know it was, it's definitely weird and they they kind of just let that slide um but yeah that was an interesting thing to to bring up um i guess she's kind of cool like that but yeah we'll see what happens later in the year with with that um probably won't be a lot of drama i guess because she she would Pretty flexible, but yeah, to me that was that was pretty interesting to hear. I, yeah, I think it. I'm kind of curious too, because in the past, obviously, a lot of these people have been pretty religious, and it seems like then all the contestants they bring on, like a large chunk of them, are similarly religious. And so I'm wondering if that was at all in like their pre-screening questions for contestants they brought on. And I think she seemed like genuinely and adequately excited to find out he had a kid like I don't think if I was him I would be alarmed by her reaction to that it'll be interesting like as she sits down with other guys if 
what their thoughts are and when you get to like fantasy suites I feel like that's when you have a lot of these conversations that you don't want to have on air maybe or you don't want to get into on air as much so but I thought that was kind of nice because obviously at least you're stepping away from the classic mold that I think a lot of them push which is like oh I'm super like the Hannah Brown like oh I'm super religious God is super important I want a family can't wait tons of kids and it's at least nice to see something else because I feel like that's more representative of like a lot of people I know at least or the world so yeah yeah definitely different I think I mean the whole famous here is clearly sex positivity they're gonna like just ring that out of everybody so I think yeah it's a little different spin than the religion but ugh there's not too much else that happened that episode I feel like we've kind of gone through all the guys I feel like that's all there is in the first episode really it's always kind of more boring in terms of drama but um I don't know if you have any other comments on that I don't know if you have comments on Blake showing up next week or sometime in the future apparently or if you just want to tell like get to what will be our next segment of just your favorite bachelor moment or person yeah I don't Blake I was I'm not a huge fan of Blake Blake is a very um stocky intense little man in my opinion he is a very intense uh, not not a not a huge fan uh and I also don't really think they they vibe I, like I don't know if there's previous history in the in the bachelor world um that they've met already or something but they just seem seem very different to me so I don't I really think it's gonna work out and I think he's probably gonna just get mad and go home again but yeah yeah we'll see um about about him but yeah sure if um going into my favorite bachelor moment or or bachelor people um you mentioned him earlier. I'm a huge fan of uh, Numina model Jordan Kimball. I just, I just love the guy. I think he was, uh, you know, he, I don't think he was all that different from from Katie. I think he was, you know, he was just really, really, um, not to overuse the term, but authentic on the show. And I think obviously um, they're different people. And his problem was that he's authentically a bit conceited um but i i just thought he was hilarious the one-liners that that guy would drop were just spectacular and then seeing him on paradise and just like fighting people to stand up for like his friends who were like literally like twice the size of him and would never need him to fight anybody i just i just <laughs> love that guy um love him even more because he responded to my uh, my instagram dms with my my uh my bachelor spoof videos i made so he was a pretty cool guy, and he, I think he just got married, so so happy for him. I think he's done with all, all Bachelor work, but who knows? Maybe we'll see him as the next host. I think I think that would be pretty cool. Um, you want to bring some more entertainment back to the show. That's, that's the guy you want to talk to. The more I saw him, the more I came to appreciate him, because at first I was like, this guy's ridiculous. Is this really him? Is he faking it and putting on, like, this cocky attitude and – He's a model, and he he knows he looks great. And about partway through that season, I think I forget if it was like Becca's season, maybe or Rachel's, but you kind of realize like, no, he's being you're right, like super honest. But just at that point, none of the guys in the house liked him. But he was being super honest the whole time, and I think like that's why he did so well on Paradise too, because he finally got to shake it up and come in and like not have any of that history. He seems great. Uh, I thought about getting him to do a cameo for you for your grad present, but um, 
it's a hundred dollars and he already responded to your DM. So I thought that was fine. Mm. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I could probably just hit him up. He didn't follow me back, but uh, we can't get greedy here. So no, we'll see it. No, I, yeah. I mean, he's not a bad guy. That's the thing, you know? Yeah. He's got, he's got some flaws, but we all do. Um, plus he like, yeah, the guy, you know, not only, not only is he like a, he a model, but he's a, he's just a, a great entertainer. I think that guy is just, just hilarious. Um, I, I, yeah, I think he's pretty much done with the bachelor, which is probably a good thing, but yeah, I mean, he's definitely my all time favorite, my all time favorite, um, female from the show girl from the show. Um, I, I really love Jen Saviano. I'm not sure why. Um, maybe I just find her extremely attractive. I, I based like people can't see this, but I don't even think that uh, Chris knows who that is. No, I'm but, looking um, her up. I forget which she she was on Paradise. She was the um, the woman that was actually, um, you know, it's it's a rumor, but she's a woman that was reportedly dumped by uh, what's his name, Mr. Uh, Nick Viel, I believe, to to come back on and for him to finally have his own season. Um, once again, really, really honest, down-to-earth person. Um, uh, to be honest, the longer she was on the show, the the more kind of dry she appeared. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just found her very attractive, and I think – um yeah I, I don't i don't know why i don't i think she's also probably done with the franchise definitely not the best for tv but she's she might be my all-time favorite girl and she is ben higgins season so yeah that's right yeah that would have been one of the first seasons i watched i don't remember but good answers we love her i'm excited to compile my list of everyone's favorite bachelor people and put together the all-star crew but I don't think there's really much else to talk about this episode. I think that's that. We hit on the news, the fashion, who we liked, who we don't like. So we'll see what happens in the coming weeks and have to have you back on later on and see how accurate our predictions were. Absolutely. Yep. I'm going to, I'm going to make my underdog prediction right now. I've, I've been scanning through, um, you know what? I think this is going to be a little risky because he, I don't think he spoke once, but my boy, uh, Garrett Schwartz from Salinas, California. Um, a product marketing manager at Adobe. Um, young Garrett, I believe, is going to make a deep run. So you heard it here. Garrett Schwartz, Mr. Adobe, will be making a deep run. But, yeah, I mean, first episode, it's kind of hard to get a gauge. It's just 10 seconds of everybody. But excited to, uh, to come back on later, see what happening. I'm uh, unfortunately at the, at the very bottom of my, uh, my fantasy league right now. It was a very tough week one for me. <laughs> um, only ahead of one person who didn't actually submit their picks, which is uh, a little unfortunate. We have uh, my friend Alana is at the top for about the fourth year in a row. I'm not sure what's going on there. Um, might have to look into that. But, yeah, by the time I'm back on, I'm sure I'll be at the top of that. I'm sure uh, three-quarters of these guys will be gone. And, um, yeah, no, I'm excited to, to see what happens this year. And uh, thanks for having me on your show. Thanks for coming. Thanks for being part of this. I'm really excited about it. And I knew there was no one else with such a wealth and depth of Bachelor franchise knowledge. So we'll see if your intuition works out or not. But yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks everyone for listening to. Um, feel free to send me a DM if you have questions, suggestions, 
a bone to pick with anything we said. Would love to take it on the air. Would love to have some more people on as guests. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Give me a follow and we'll see you next time.